What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number Hyaku Hachi Juni 182. of this podcast and today we'll talk about what happened on Friday and uh, it was a positive day spoiler alert and we'll talk about how, how I traded the day and just a few lessons that I had so make sure that you're listening to this one as well at the speed you're comfortable at i personally prefer 2x uh, but you know the playback speed option is right there on your phone so you can sort of tweak it and find the best fit so let's get started Okay so on the face of things the market did look positive on Friday but that could not really be farther away from the truth. Uh the reason for that is most of the positive movements that we're seeing in fact pretty much all of the positive movements that we saw on Friday were completely because of the gap up opening. Had it not been for the gap up opening we would have seen uh you know quite quite a steep decline in the stock prices and you know in the market in general. So uh the night before on Thursday night or so I had tweeted out that the market is just not convincing me that much convincing me enough uh to actually be very bullish on it. So I was quite honestly quite bearish on the market to to begin with and the reason for that was as I've explained in the tweet you know lower volumes the, the kind of place where it was at on the charts and just slight slight negative ish sentiment is what I saw. and uh, then of course overnight sgx nifty was quite positive as a result we saw a very significant gap up so because of that you know that negativity initial negative view of mine was negated but then i i as you know in my trades i was still kind of bearish on the market so uh you know it sort of did end up going down slowly 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 and then we saw a few big very sharp moves so uh without any further ado we can jump right into uh the broad market indices we are looking at nifty being at 9251 it's up 52 points or 0.57% and large caps in general were very strong uh on friday small caps and mid caps not the not the best day for them and uh, vix is also down which is a good sign and if i'm being very honest the option prices are sort of indicating a lower vix lower than before vix but then we are still seeing the premiums being extremely inflated and the difference between strikes in terms of the the option premium is still not that much you know if we're looking at bank nifty uh options 100 rupee difference in strike is really not that much uh you know if we look at the difference in premium which is very interesting i'm not quite sure what the reason for that is exactly uh but then you know that is something that we are seeing sectoral indices are also looking okay nifty bank was down and uh, nifty auto was down as well a few other uh, banking related indices were down fmcg was fairly strong it was fairly strong uh pharma was extremely strong and it and media were okay strong so not a very bad day but still quite uh, you know quite far, far away from a very bullish or very positive day 
so i'm looking at uh, the volume spurts and the price spurts because you know if you remember thursday we had said that hul has had a volume spurt and on friday it was up 4.31% so right now on the volume spurts i can't really see any well known names here can't even see any well known names in the price spurts so i'm assuming that no extremely unusual activity has happened as far as those are concerned so we can move uh, very quickly to the bulk deals the bulk deals are showing us a few you know well known stocks but most of them seem to be uh, you know very very unheard of names at least to me so we are seeing rbl bank here we're seeing apollo pipes here we're seeing everest industries here but apart from those most of them are you know stocks which i'm not really familiar with and except for a few individual party transactions you know individual people buying or entering into these bulk deals most of them are those very same uh, you know security companies and such that are doing these bulk deals no block deals yet after the uh, you know damani block deal and no new short initiated after britannia industries according to nse's um, website looking at the highs and the lows we can see ruchi soya is once again on this list i think at this point it just goes without saying ruchi soya is probably going to be perpetually in circuit but we are seeing a few other stocks like dr ready on this list as well that's probably dr ready is probably what actually pulled up uh, the pharma index this much it could be one of the reasons at least looking at the lows we can see you know very few companies comparatively have made lows on friday might possibly be because on friday you know at least in the first half of the day most of the market was fairly positive and as a result it might have just been enough of a cushion to prevent further lows but we are seeing certain stocks like sbi i think sbi because of sbi cards uh, cards as a result then we we're seeing bank of baroda here and we're seeing tata power so a few well known stocks but most of them are still fairly secure uh looking at usd inr we are seeing it at 75.56 i think yes yeah, 75.56 so quite a massive quite a noteworthy and quite a significant gap down opening for the fx markets and typically if we go by the inverse relationships uh that we've you know seen in the past this might just indicate that a possible good day is there for the equity markets but you know things aren't always that simple so right now uh you know fx usd inr is resting at 7556 the next resistance for it is going to be around 7561 which is where it has at least 3 to 4 cips so it's going to be a very important level for it to breach again on friday it's been you know fairly flat the the range for the day was really not that much in fact it was almost 1/10 of the range of some of these uh, you know high range days and as far as supports are concerned i'm probably looking at 7547 or 7545 or so approximately as a support so within that range it might move if it breaks out of that range then of course it it might just give Uh, a fairly a fairly larger move uh, looking at crude right now wti crude is trading at 24.74 dollars per barrel up 5% brent is at 30.97 dollars per barrel up 5% once again now <clears throat> one thing that uh, is you know important to note is that oil prices and crude prices typically don't have 
as much of an impact on Indian equity prices as one may think. Again, I've said this before. I, I've even said this in the crude specific episode. But then I thought I'd just repeat it here once again that unless we're talking about OMCs or unless we're talking about some very specific range of companies, oil prices will typically, you know, not really impact our markets that much. So, you know, whenever whenever you're seeing uh, news like, you know, the oil prices are going down, so, you know, the Indian markets might go up or down, that that is not always uh, the case. And there are, you know, there are far more variables involved in these prices and all of these things. So don't just go by those headlines or those pieces of news. Now, I'm also looking at a few, uh, speaking of news, I'm also looking at a few news items here. And uh, the Prime Minister is set to hold meeting, uh, hold a meeting with CMs at 3 p.m. tomorrow. So I'm assuming because it's towards the end of the market, it might not have as much of a move on the market, but that sentimental uh, moves might be there regarding the lockdown extension because, of course, a lot of CMs have been uh, speaking about a, a possible extension or a need for a possible extension or just other measures such as, you know, giving some rest to the police officers and such. So, basis that there is a chance that we might see some sentimental, uh, you know, movements happening in the markets tomorrow, but it's quite unlikely that they are, you know, extremely significant. What will dictate the market's movements are the global markets because right now they all appear very positive. And looking at SGX Nifty, it is at 9313 right now, up 57 points. So there's a chance that the markets open positive. A gap up opening is likely for tomorrow. If we just go by SGX right now, of course, there's a chance that SGX uh, might change over the course of the night and such. But then, you know, that's that's just how these things work. Nasdaq has also not opened just yet. So let's see. We, we're going to have to give it a bit more time to actually see what happens. Weekends, this is the biggest problem, I feel. But let's see how things move. Now, on to the indices. All right, so I'm looking at Nifty Futures intraday chart. And it's a 15-minute chart in case you are wondering. And the reason why I'm looking at the futures is because, because it is the instrument that was actually traded we can get some additional insights such as you know volume information and so on so i'm going to refer to it for now and uh, i'll sort of switch back in a bit but we can see here very clearly that uh, you know it opened with a gap up but below r3 and uh, it was an almost instantaneous uh, you know down move from its open and as a result the put prices were the highest at that point so if you were holding a put your best case scenario would have been to just exit it at that point and then hope for a re-entry later on because it took some crazy support at the tick average at the VWAP around 9290 and I've, I've I've noticed one thing that the VWAP or you know the tick average has been giving an increasing number of support, very strong support or a resistance to the market. It's typically you know going along the trend. So if it's if it's you know a gap up, then it might just give it support. If it's a gap down, and then it might just give it resistance. So typically that's that's how it's moving, and I think it's because a lot of people have placed orders around the tick average, whether it's algo trades or you know whatever. But then take average and the VWAP, both are the same. They are working very well, so to speak, as of now. So again, it took support 
two times from the tick average but then it ended up falling down from one of its fib, le FIB levels and one of its previous uh, CIPs and as a result we saw a very sharp down move now this down move is even more apparent and even more visible and even stronger on uh, the bank nifty charts because on the bank nifty charts we can see that it was just a relentless negative bearish sort of sentiment and we can see that even the volumes uh, while initially they were kind of bullish but we could see that the buying volumes were reducing drastically and as a result uh, you know from what we saw you know from a gap up opening it ended up you know making a low which was even lower than yesterday's low so it, it was quite wild in that sense and it was a pretty relentless negative move if we look at the daily charts we can see that the gap up has you know sort of respected the previous spinning top that we saw in the way that it has made a higher high and a higher low at least for nifty but then it is still not really willing to you know accept higher levels like 9350 9400 and so on and coming to bank nifty we can see that the moving average resistance is very apparent now it's sort of consolidating uh, between the 20k to you know around 19.1k range so you know there's a chance that it might just break out from that uh, range in either direction whether it's up or down really can't say at this point so that's my take on uh, you know the intraday and the daily charts i'm just ha gonna have a quick look if there's anything you know worth seeing on the weekly chart and bank nifty's weekly chart does show us something interesting since uh since 9th april since the week ending 9th april we were seeing consistent higher highs and higher lows this week that has changed so you know going purely by that that might just indicate uh, you know a shorter term trend reversal or it might not it's really not enough of an indicator or enough of a signal to really say what is going to happen very decisively and the very same thing is visible on nifty's weekly chart as well so those are the indices let's move to my trade Alright, because I don't have my trade data in front of me right now, I'm gonna have to just eyeball it and sort of try to figure out where I had entered and where I had exited. So I remember getting into a put very early on in the day, I think it was in the first or the second candle of the day, so before 9.30am, I got into a put, I think it was a 19,500 put of Bank Nifty. And the trade basis for this was because my view was originally bearish to begin with and the market had opened with a gap up but right at its you know resistance i thought that it's a good time it's the right time to get into a put the put was relatively expensive for me because you know soon after it dipped around 50 to 100 points uh the put but then i i sort of held on to the position because i was comfortable with that much of a loss that much of a leeway and it was still well within the resistance zone so it did end up respecting that resistance and it did end up sort of breaching a few uh, you know a few supports as well and then of course after all around 2 p.m or so we saw it just on an absolute rampage as far as you know going down is concerned and the price pretty much plummeted from well otm on my option well in the money on the option and 
I think the option price ended up increasing by around 300 or so points. I was not able to get all 300 points, of course. I was not even able to get half of that. So I think I end, I got around 100 points on the option, which is a reasonable deal, I feel. It's, it's not too shabby and it's far, far better than some of my previous trading days. But I feel this trading day, this trading session really taught me a couple of things. And the very first one is that, you know, I've said this before that the first trade just make make sure you get some money and then exit because then you can always re-enter and you have that profit cushion. The second one is that sometimes it's just best to wait. At one point I was getting like 50 points or I was getting 40 points on the option but then I chose to wait it out because you know it's just seemed like a bigger move is coming purely based on you know uh, the market depth and just the movements of how things were going and because FTSE was you know uh, not going to open on Friday, it sort of added to the indecisiveness around 12:30 uh, p.m. or so, which is why I thought that all right, let's wait it out, let's see how the market is moving, and you know, after all, it did end up taking resistance, so I did end up profiting a bit from that, a bit more from that. So I think patience and the lack of patience it's kind of weird because the very first lesson that i spoke about is related to the lack of patience just taking your profits and the second lesson is having that patience to wait it out it's kind of antithetical in a way but then these are the things which you which you really only understand when you are trading and when you're getting into positions yourself so it's a bit difficult to tell you exactly what happened and what i experienced because it's only something you can relate with when you are in a similar situation so that's going to be you know my two top lessons and another sort of observation is that things really get very difficult when you're just trading with one lot because you can't really partially exit your trades so such as you know you could possibly partially exit at one of the supports if you're on the short side if you're on a long foot or if you're on a short call and then once that support is breached you can you know choose to either re-enter or you can always hold on to the other lots so that is not really possible when you're trading just one lot like i did on friday so it's it's still more of a risk management move on my part because at this point i don't i don't quite want to risk multiple lots at this point especially because i'm still you know new to my my sort of resuming into FNO is still relatively new and I think it's only been two weeks since I've started it back again. So I think I'll probably wait it out a few more sessions and then possibly look into, you know, multiple lots. But for now, it's going to be very restrained and it's just something that I'll have to live with, you know, that restrictiveness. So that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you found this helpful and informative. Happy trading tomorrow. That's it for, 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 for from my side on this one. See you in the next.